Oh, had a bit of a crackle there. Oh, is it the headphones or the microphone? Hello, hello, testing. That's all right. Hello and welcome to a podcast of things we did on the radio earlier today. Final one of the week. There's a sketch in this one, though, so it took time and effort. I know, it's weird. They don't get paid more for it. Um, so here's what we got up to on the radio earlier today. Welcome along. It's another show, then. On the show today, Elon Musk gets a mention. You know, just for a change. Um, although it's a Friday, so you can read my column in the Romford Recorder. A third of it is... Um, about Elon Musk. It's also about Matt, whatever his name is, from I'm a Celebrity, Get Me Into There. And then also it talks about bounty bars. I mean, everything that is my life is in that column. Um, We'll be talking about I'm a Celebrity, we'll be talking about Strictly, because why not? We'll be talking about what comes out of the end of a cow that you might be interested in. And what are you thinking? Which end? You know which end. You're not a doctor, but you know your way around it. Or you are a doctor, in which case, why are you studying cows so much? Yesterday on the show, we talked about eggs. I got some further bad egg news. And we chat toilets as well. Yeah, of course we do. You know how there's an energy crisis on and all that? And that's one of the reasons things are expensive. I remember, do you remember Liz Truss? I know not many people do, but Liz Truss said that with Putin's war, it had pushed up uh, the price of gas and electricity and therefore inflation. There was a thing in the news that might be some good news. Might be some good news. Farmers reckon that they can solve the energy crisis by powering a quarter of our homes with animal poo. Hmm. I'm presuming they turn it into, like, gas or electric. They don't just send you around a big bucket. But, you you know, I'm grateful for anything these days. Um, Dairy cooperative Arla said to the government that they can tap into this unused source of energy from farms in the food supply chain. Nice! Because, I mean, I don't know who goes around and collects all the pats up, but that's employment. Someone's got to get a job out of it, and then we're going to get different kind of jobs, I suppose. And then we get energy from it. Well, to find out more, I'm joined by an expert. Hello. Ah, hello, Steve. So you say that you can use cow poo to solve the energy crisis. Yes, we can use animal waste to make biomethane, which burns like gas. I could bring some to your home, Steve, and you wouldn't be able to tell the difference between that and the gas you buy. What about the smell? I probably wouldn't mind, but if it gets too much, I could stand outside your home. Is it that bad, Steve? No, I mean the smell of the gas. It's made from poo. Oh, I see. Well, the gas can be used in power stations to make electricity, which will then power your home without any smell. And what if we suddenly need more power? Can you keep up with energy demands? If we suddenly needed more, I suppose we could feed the cows spicy foods. Uh, A hay madras should do it. Mm. Would this end our dependence on Putin? Yes, if you mean the Russian leader. But no, if you mean the tin, that we keep the animals poo. Yeah, and we don't need the info. Thank you for joining us. Thank you. Larry's not around today, which is a shame, because there's an entertainment news story about Jonathan Ross apparently broke wind in front of Danny Minogue. (laughs) I mean, already you know this is a story we're going to talk about, because it's got the Minogues in it and breaking wind. This is right up my wheelhouse in many many ways. Do you know where the phrase that's in my wheelhouse comes from? It's the thing that covers the steering wheel helm on a ship. Anyway, um, so... Apparently, he he was interviewing Danny Minogue and just... I think it's a good test of whether you're a good interviewer. If you can get the interviewee to continue to focus on your questions when you've done that, it's more than I could do. I bet that's how Parkinson used to do it, back in the old days. But it's guessing that. Michael Bublé. And if Bublé could still sing, you know that Parkinson, he was the daddy. He was the big daddy. 
it does make me want to ask the question, have you ever broken wind in front of a celebrity? But I, d I don't think I should do anything that puerile. So, ever been in a public toilet with a celebrity? Is that better? They're shaking their heads. Is that not better? Well, it's over to, it's not up to me anymore, is it? We'll see what happens on Twitter and whatnot. I know it's getting to the end of the week, and normally we don't do these near the end of the week, because there's going to be another episode soon, but... Strictly Watch. Strictly Watch. I don't know why I worry about there being another episode soon. I'm not watching the thing. This is the least connected to the actual TV show version of a feature I could ever do. But... So anyway, there's the that's the update. The only reason we're doing it is because I kind of know Ellie Taylor, so I'm name-dropping like a fiend. But this is not what the news story is about. Um, here's your latest Strictly update from the papers. Tony Adams, apparently in Strictly, admits that Strictly is so tough it made him cry. The 56-year-old footy legend said he was in tears. When he started training and uh, doing the sessions, he regretted signing up. He said, I went through the initial stages of how can I get out of this? What have I done? To be honest, I did once try and watch an episode and I went through the same stages. So, my heart goes out to you, man. My heart goes... And that is today's... Strictly Watch. Strictly Watch. In one of the highest brow moves we've ever done, we're talking about breaking wind or going to toilets near celebrities. Plumbing new depths, but also plumbing. So you can get in touch. You can tweet me at Mr. Stephen Allen. John gets in touch with uh, a voice note. You can send me these as well on social media. John, what you got for us? Hello, Steve. I've not actually been in the public loo on purpose with a celeb. Steady. But I was once on MTV mm. on a Bradley Walsh show. And uh, I had to use the loo. And next, standing next to me was Paul Daniels. Uh -huh. And I looked down and said, you made that disappear quick enough, Paul, didn't you? And he went, not bad, not bad. The... I'm not going to ask what you were talking... Well, you know, I'm not even going to ask the question that I'm not asking. This is bad, I'm afraid. So, yesterday, if you tuned in or if you caught the podcast of it, we did another version of a shortage watch. This is going to be Jingle Fest. So, yesterday... Um, in fact, oh, because it's yesterday... Previously, in the week... We were doing... Shortage, shortage of the, the day. 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 It's a lot of work, a lot of buttons I'm pressing. Previously, we'd covered loads of different shortages, but yesterday we heard there's an egg shortage. Bird flu means ain't going to get your eggs as much. Sainsbury put out a message saying, you're not getting eggs. Sorry about that. I'm paraphrasing. It, it's making me think, do I need to diversify? Am I willing to take a duck egg? Should I go for a quail? Look at me, little tiny. Look at the size of a quail. Imagine if you do a fry up with a quail egg. Then you have to have a little chipolata. You could do a little miniature version. Actually, that's not a bad idea. All right, so I'm doing that on the weekend. But I talked about there not being enough eggs. Even though this is one of the UK's most listened to radio show, no stats to back that up, but shush. Someone did not heed my advice because then we heard that a man tried to pelt King Charles with an egg over the protest about slavery. But all three missed, so I'm not even sure if that's better or worse. This man shouted, it didn't matter what he shouted, he wasted three eggs during an egg shortage. Like, you know when we had the droughts, when we had the hosepipe ban on, I didn't splash people with water because that would be wasteful. When we had the KFC shortage, I didn't go around and get a bucket and start lobbing my wings at people. When there was a petrol shortage on, I really cut back on my arson. So, 
Honestly, some people bother me. Uh, Elon Musk is stopping Twitter's work-from-home policy. I mean, to be fair, a couple of days ago he also stopped it in as much as you can stay home, but you can't work there anymore. So anyway, more on that later. We've been doing Strictly Watch for a while, even though I don't watch it, and now we've added a new one, which is I'm a celebrity watch because I don't watch it. Same deal, though, because I know one of the people in it. It's amazing. I know a lot of people who are getting successful, and yet I'm um, sat here, aren't I? So... Do you know what? If I think about it too much, I'll cry and no one needs to hear that. Sean Walsh. I know Sean. I'll give you Sean. Sean Walsh is in the jungle. Apparently, he once bumped into campmate uh, Matt Hancock in a London tube station lift. Interesting. A lift? Unless it's one of those where you really have to use the lift. You know, the Covent Gardens of this world. If you're using a lift, if you're at King's Cross and you're using a lift, you're lazy, man. Anyway, uh, apparently they related to each other because they'd both been caught snogging and that's what ruined their careers. And I'd never thought of it like that. Sean Walsh was on Strictly, kissed the dancer with whom he was dancing with, with whom. Matt Hancock was caught on camera having an affair at work. Now, I know what he means by saying they're similar, but Sean, you weren't in charge of trying to save the nation during a pandemic. So in many ways, comparison, I feel better about Sean these days. He was never gonna stung me anyway, so I'm okay, but I feel better about him now. And that's your I'm a Celeb Watch, even though I don't watch it. It's time, 107.5. And that's your podcast done for another day, another week, another year, another lifetime. How are we meant to fight against the forces of love? What? So you can subscribe, um, trap me down wherever this, wherever you get your podcasts. I say that. It took me ages to manage to find this on the Google Podcast app. I got it in the other podcast places, but the Google one didn't update for a while. But it's in there now, set to auto-download, so at least one person listens to it. Well, not listens to it, but I don't care about listening. It's the downloads that we're after. Um, So get subscribed, tweet about it. That'd be nice. At Mr. Stephen Allen. And until next time, bye.